So it's an average Wednesday afternoon. You're midway through a schooling session with your horse. And if I was to ask you, what words would you use to describe the trot that you have right now? What would those words be? Hmm. Because you see, in my experience, riders either describe the trot as being this marvelous, light, airy, graceful, just, oh, you can just imagine all the good feelings as they are describing it, or it's just a trot. A trot is a trot is a trot. And if that's the case for you and your horse, that's what I want to talk about today. Hey there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. I'm an equestrian trainer and a coach and I love helping riders have better conversations with their horse by, well, explaining things a little bit more so as you can actually go out and do the things that you want to do with your horse. Okay, so today I want to dive into all things trot, but specifically from the perspective that I feel there are many riders out there who are actually blocking the trot with their seat. Now, if you're thinking, what are you talking about, Lorna? (laughs) Okay, so I want you to imagine this. So I mentioned about this beautiful, airy, light, lovely, just this, oh, like exquisite, trot earlier in the intro okay and I said how it just it kind of it conjures up all these great feelings inside of us as riders because I think at some point we all aspire to that okay that lovely trot and yet for many riders as soon as they begin to work on that trot okay what tends to happen is they end up feeling that it's very bumpy it's very bouncy it's very unbalanced and it's not really that comfortable at all and all those kind of feelings that they thought they might experience they're not there that's not that okay this is different for them and one of the big reasons that happens is because you are literally not able to move with your horse and in doing so you're blocking with your seat. But first, before we dive into that, I want to rewind a little bit because I think that right now, if you are approaching every trot that you ride with your horse from this perspective that a trot is a trot is a trot and that it's just the one, two, one, two, one, two. And whatever one, two was offered to you on the plate that when you and your horse began working together and that was the one, two that was present, you were quite happy to accept that one, two. You were like, okay, well, that's the one, two. That's the rhythm. There's the tempo we're golden no your job as a rider begins with getting really clear on that one two now you can do this all sorts of different ways but how I'm going to suggest you do it is start by posting in your rising trot and start noticing the one and the two and more importantly the bit in the middle of each of them Okay, because that is actually essentially what we're going for with the trot. The bit in the middle creates the space. It creates the airiness, the just the, you know, sometimes you get this expressiveness about the trot. You see, that's the bit in the middle. The bit in the middle is there. There is a space that is available for the horse to step into. And if you are blocking with your seat in any shape, way or form, you're not allowing for that space. But again, it all begins with getting clear that there is a space there and it may be fleeting, hey? 
<laughs> some horses are like the road runner and they're like with their trot but really and truly we want to kind of just just get in there and be aware of that space and then from there begin to make changes based on that now for many riders where they begin with all this is they start thinking about hold on how am I supposed to know if I am actually blocking with my seat or not? So you're probably thinking, okay, Lorna, so, okay, I'm committed. I'm, I'm going to begin to not be so blasé about my trot. Going forward, actually, I'm going to begin to, well, what you just said, focus on the space and focus on the one, two, and each beat being distinctive. Instead of seeing it just as being one, two, and like that is a stride, Yes, it is a stride. We know that, okay? But that you're seeing the one and the two and that important bit in the middle, okay? As being really, really, it's, it's all, they're all these distinctive parts of the trot, of the stride, that they make up the stride, okay? I think when we talk about walk or about canter, it's easier because, well, there's more things going on, isn't there? Like in the walk, you have four things to consider and in the canter, you've got three. Three and, and the space. And the space is really obvious in the canter. In the trot, when we are in this kind of sewing machine mode or roadrunner mode with our horse in the trot where it's just a trot as a trot as a trot and you're like one two one two one two one two one two and you're kind of like oh well mastered rising trot doing great that's it on to the next thing no this is where we need to come back and spend a little bit of time so as I said there are a couple of things that you can do right now today or the next time you're on the horse to actually assess that for you so the first thing is an exercise that I use a lot in the arena with little people, granted, because it's lots of fun. It's a barrel of laughs, but it is really good to actually begin to figure out how much control you have over your own body. And that is up, up, down. Now, there's probably a really fancy name for this exercise somewhere in the world. I don't know it. I just call it up, up, down, okay? And it it is exactly how it sounds. Instead of going up, down, up, down, up, down, now you're going to go up, up, down, up, up, down, up, up, down. So you stay up for two beats. So you stay up and like one, two, up, you're up, and then down again, okay? It will require that, yes, you're going to change diagonal all the time, but the, the focus here is not on the diagonals. The focus is on how much you can control your body being up there and to begin to notice how maybe, potentially, you've actually been relying an awful lot more than you thought on the horse's energy to move you within the trot, okay? Because if that's what you've been doing, well, it stands to reason that you're not going to be very influential, you are being influenced. Now we need to flip that. We need to get to the point where you're becoming more influential inside of the trot itself, okay? That you can begin to, using your body, using your aids, using your weight, using your thoughts, they're all different aids, we know that, okay? But really and truly getting clear on that and then being able to have a more positive impact over the trot as in as a whole or in general, okay? And then that, using that, being able to kind of bring it down, step it down, chunk it down to the point where within each stride, you're able to begin to notice the differences and you're able to begin to have the positive effect. So as I said, next time you're in the saddle, try that, try up, up, down now the other variation is down down up exactly like the other way except the opposite okay so it's you're just going to sit for two stand for one 
feel it's a little bit easier, but again, it can make you very aware of how potentially you've just been a passenger, that you've just been allowing the horse and the horse's momentum and the horse's energy to move you as opposed to moving yourself in the saddle. So you can try both of those. Okay, the next thing I'm going to suggest you do is begin to notice what happens when you ask for more inside of the trot. So more being there's more energy. Now, do not confuse energy with speed. They are not the same. So what I would look for here is that the tempo does not change. So tempo is just how often the beat, okay, the rhythm, the one, two, so the one, two is the rhythm. The tempo is how often that is occurring in any giving measured space or time, okay? So it could be, okay, every 10 seconds, how often do I hear one, two, or do I feel one, two? Or it could be, okay, every 20 meters, how often am I getting one, two? Because that you can count your strides that way, okay? What we want is that when you add more in, the tempo does not increase. Very often that's what happens. So people will say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on my trot. I'm gonna add more. And next minute they're like, around the arena, like really roadrunner fashion. That is running. That's not trotting. They are very different things, okay? We do not want you running. We want you trotting. Remember the space, the space, oh, the space. We need the space. The space is really important. When your horse is moving his legs faster, as he would do if the tempo was increasing, yet not a whole lot of space there. Trust me, I used to ride a 12-1 pony when I was small, yet the space was fleeting, okay? So I know all about that. But seriously, it is important to understand that when you put more in, you're not looking to increase the speed. Okay, so that all being said, you've put more in and you are now beginning to notice how you can handle the more because essentially once more goes in there okay now this is a very like this is the most basic overview of the trot ever obviously there's a whole lot more moving parts going on here but I just want to kind of get to this point where you can begin to assess yourself but as you're putting more in notice how well you can continue to move with your horse now, move with your horse as opposed to losing your balance. So that can sometimes feel like you're getting left behind. It can sometimes feel like, ooh, I'm struggling to keep up here. And it could be that there's a double bounce, okay? So there's this, you're getting this bump, 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 bump every time you sit down or stand up, okay? You can get it either way. And also that you are feeling just very, like you're being bounced all over the place. It's it's not a good feeling you can feel hold on I am not moving with the horse here this feels different <laughs> this does not feel good okay that's good what you're seeing there is that you've reached the point where your seat is now beginning to block and you're lacking suppleness another way that you can begin to discover if kind of if there's a limitation there and most riders have most riders you know you're only as supple as you're as supple and at the end of the day, if we're going to focus on developing the horse and forgetting about developing the rider, well, you're going to reach a point where the horse can do more than the rider, okay? And that's where you're going to cap things. You as the rider, you'll become the, the bottleneck in the progress going forward, okay? But let's say now that you are beginning to ask for more and you've now begun noticing that when this happens, yeah, your horse gets a little hollow, Okay, and you can feel that hold on, head and neck are coming up here, back feels like it's kind of, I don't know, falling out from underneath me. 
this doesn't feel great either. That often is another key indicator that potentially your seat is the bottleneck. You're the block. Okay. And it's not nice as a writer to think that because, you know, we like to think that we're improving things all the time. And meanwhile, now we're like, oh, actually, I'm the cause of things becoming stuck. Okay. But there is a remedy. There is a solution. And that is to begin working on yourself, to begin developing yourself. As riders, we spend so much time focusing on conditioning and developing our horses. And we look at their nutrition and we look at all the things to do with the horses. And we kind of forget that, hold on, the horse is only ever going to go as far as the rider can actually take it. So begin thinking about yourself, like things that can increase and improve your suppleness, such as Yoga. Yoga's great. Yoga's good. 10 minutes in the morning. You'll see a huge difference after just four weeks. You'll see a big difference. It could be you're doing some sort of cross training. So hiking, cycling, swimming, whatever, it makes no difference. But by doing that, by moving your body differently to what you're doing all day long, and even if you are an active person, meaning that you don't have such a sedentary lifestyle, potentially you work outside maybe on a farm or you work with horses or you're doing something like that I can bet that what you're doing you probably do the same way every day and by doing things the same way every day because of course that's what our bodies do they find the easiest way to do something and they do it that way and that's efficiency and that's marvelous but sometimes that does not serve us and in this case it's probably not and by doing the same thing the same way every day you're actually creating limitations so it's important then to find other ways to move and to begin discovering where potentially those limitations are within your body. So I really and truly believe that the trot is well worth focusing on, like really well, well, well worth focusing on. It's a great gate to think about, okay, how could I potentially have more of a positive influence And not so much seeing it as being, okay, well, now I've got the hang of my up-downs, my rising trot, or my sitting trot. So, done, trot, I can check that one off the list. No, 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 no. That's only the beginning. That's like the gateway. Now you get to see just how much of a positive influence you have going forward. But remember, in order to do that, you must also develop yourself. If you're interested in, first of all, a little bit of suppleness, a little bit of loosey-goosiness, and also just increasing what you can do as a rider in the saddle, I'm going to invite you to join me this upcoming month, February 2022, inside of a program that I actually had years ago. I'm just bringing it back for the month. I'm doing it myself, and I invited, well, I actually asked, did anybody want to join me on it? And a couple of riders said they did. So, hey, we're going to do it. If you're interested, you can pop on over to fitforriding.com forward slash go all the links will be in the show notes for this podcast and then also if you're interested in improving your trot like a better trot if you want to work on the space in the middle hey the bit in the middle um, I'm going to invite you to join me inside of connection the whole month of January was dedicated to the trot and regardless of when you listen to this it will be in there the month of January the January 2022 episodes will all be in there that you can make trot your project 
and begin seeing how you can start to have a more positive influence with your horse in the trot. I would love to have you there. The link is stridesforsuccess.com forward slash connection. And again, I'll put all the links in the show notes. Okay, I hope you have a great day. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.